Hello and welcome to Dan and Dara Doability. This is episode 28. I'm Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. Good afternoon, Dan. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm pretty good. We're out in your back garden today. We are. It's uh, very nice. Sun is splitting the sky. And we are joined by Rosalind Moore. Hello. Thanks for having me. Rosalind, thanks very much for joining us today. No worries. So Rosalind, we're going to pick your brain today, among other things, about bowling. Indeed. Yeah. Should be good. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Um, because you are involved with a particular group of people. I am. <laughs> when it comes to bowling. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. And I suppose that's why, yeah, it's not just random bowling that we're going to be talking about this afternoon. Anyone yeah. can play bowling. <laughs> but this is bowling for people with disabilities. Yes. In effect. Yeah. What is the club called? Uh, well, the club that I'm involved with, I'm a volunteer for Tala Tornadoes. And they're located in Tala Leisureplex. And the fun thing about... Uh, bowling for people with disabilities is pretty much every bowling alley has a special needs bowling club because once they play bowling they're deemed like special needs okay yeah and then that's when they go into special olympics then they're like athletes yeah oh very good okay so you're based here in tala yeah yeah and i'm a volunteer i've been a volunteer oh i think like since i was 12 or 13 yeah uh, i have a sneaking suspicion that you bowl i do <laughs> i have a Terrible feeling that you're a bloody good bowler. Uh, well, yeah, mm. I'm. Yeah, I'm modest about it. But modest yeah. about it. Okay, well, okay. Well, tell us how <laughs> modest you good. are then. What yeah. is good? Uh, well, I've been bowling since I was four. I've been competing since I was seven, and I've been an, a member of Team Ireland since 2011. Right. Wow, so, that's impressive. Yeah, I have seven caps that's for impressive. Ireland, and I hold five national records as well. So, awesome. there you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. National records in. Uh, bowling like for I think I've won them for a high game in a competition it's the nationals and I bowled a 266 back in 2015 and it's yet to be beaten by another female bowler oh I love and that. I hold other ones for uh, teams of like you know doubles and trios yeah okay so because I, I, I have bowled right but certainly not competitively <laughs> uh, and probably not without the bumpers <clears throat> explain bowling bowling okay yeah no I mean yeah. as as a game, I know there's a big lane and there's lots of pins yeah. and yeah, I you suppose we fire the ball down and, and you knock them down. Yeah. So it's, yeah. There's, how long is the game? The the lane itself? No, how long is the game? Oh, a game? Well, it's 20, uh, 20, geez, it's 12 frames. Right. And so that can, well, it depends. That can go on for an hour or half an hour. What's a frame? A frame is like the two, you know, you, when you bowl, you get two mm-hmm. shots. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. a whole frame. Right. Yeah. So okay. there could be like three or four people bowling within that frame. So yeah, everyone yeah. gets two shots. Okay. Exactly. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So twelve frames. Twelve frames. Yes. In an entire game. Game. Yeah. Okay. okay. So that's a maximum of. Uh, the maximum score is three hundred, and to put into perspective, mine's my highest is two hundred and eighty-eight. Ten strikes in a row, and then I left the corner pin on the left-hand side, and I missed. So two hundred and eighty-eight. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's. Seriously impressive. Okay, so what do you get for a strike? A strike is worth 10 points. Okay. Yeah, and then if you get like a double, then obviously 20. It doubles up like, yeah. A double strike is called a double bagger. Why is it called a double bagger? There's actually no reason why. It's just a term that they use. Same with like a turkey. Three strikes in a row is a turkey. There's no actual reason why. It's just a term that bowlers just used. For years and years. I'm disappointed. I was expecting some fantastic thing, you know, <laughs> that in 1922 a turkey ran across yeah, the ball again. Like and, got yeah. <laughs> and then four strikes in a row was just a four bagger. Yeah. Right. Okay. Wow, okay. Yeah. I suppose I could be honest. Like my, 
my experience of bowling other well like I bowl kind of socially and things but my other experience of bowling would probably extend to the Nintendo Wii oh same <laughs> are you a bit. pro on that as well I was at one point yeah <laughs> you still are Dan <laughs> uh, but that's I suppose that's where my bowling knowledge comes from so yeah well that's not too bad yeah because the good thing with the nintendo wii for that bowling game is you can adjust where your player stays like on the lane and then you can like select the arrow and the angle so yeah, it's, it's yeah. very it's very accurate that's, like that's in only something life. yeah that's only something like a, someone who bowls would know the rest <laughs> of us just lucky to not drop the ball yeah. <laughs> even in wii you just throw it and hope for the best exactly yeah, yeah. And get the applause of the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> if only that happened all the time in yeah, real life. Pretty much. <laughs> so, no bumpers, mm-hmm. no no platform for for rolling it off for you. It's just no, just yeah, just me and the ball. Yeah, I have like because the thing like a lot of people don't know different bowling balls do different things. Yeah. Like I know the house balls that are already there in the bowling alley. They're just drilled like normally. Like they just like go straight. Whereas the ones that I have are reactive. So they can go, like, they can spin different lengths. And then with the lanes, there's different oil patterns. It's mad, like... Because the lane itself is 60 feet. So, like, the level of oil could be 40 feet, 45 feet. Yeah. Okay. Do you know this in advance? Or is it something you have to work out with your plane? Uh, something... The, well, before competition now, they would give you the actual, like, oil pattern right. for the lane. But your bog standard, like, if you were to go down now, it would just be a normal house pattern that's dry. You know, yeah. wouldn't be a lot of oil. <laughs> and the, the likes of me just firing balls down and hopping them off the ground yeah. and taking lumps of wood out and yeah. sealing tiles down and that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, it seems that there's a real kind of science behind it. You know, it's not just simple like bowl and knock the pins down. And that's yeah, like when you're a main sh- like mainstream bowler like I am, it's, there's a, it's very technical behind it, yeah. But it's great though. It's great to learn like the different ratios and the volumes of oil and we kind of get excited when a new bowling ball comes out because you're like, oh, well, like what could it do on the lane? It's 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 mad. Like nerds are everywhere, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, it's great. A lot of people don't see it as a sport, but it is like it's all because it's all I know. It's, like it's, I'm really good at it, kind of. Well, yeah, I, I guess well, you, you could are, say you I are. am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, and there is that fantastic picture. I think it was either on Facebook or, or Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. yeah. We're, we're gonna we're gonna share that one because I think it's Dude. absolutely. It, it, I think it's absolutely. It's yeah. a cracking photograph. It took that that was else. taken in Holland during the practice of right. one of the competitions. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think we we will share that one. So I can steal it. And <laughs> go for uh, it. Yeah, no, because it, it is a really good picture in itself. But to go back then to to the group that you work with. Yeah. Um. Now, no, we we did speak to Neve Dunphy about bocce. There's different levels in that. Is yeah. it the same then within bowling? Oh, definitely. Yeah, especially yeah. like with um, the special needs aspect because there's so many different competitions. There's the area games, then they go on to the regional games, then the Ireland games, and then after the Ireland games, they take all the gold medal winners, put them into a bowl, so to speak, and then whoever selected will go on to the world games and compete with everyone else. Mm. So, okay. yeah, so Special Olympics is really, like it's just as competitive <laughs> as mainstream bowling but as I was saying to Dan before when we were just having a little conversation about it the competitions for special needs bowlers is more positive and you know it's very optimistic whereas my ones it's very competitive like if I miss a spare I'm not happy and I'll take it into the next shot whereas with special needs they're just happy to be there like and even if they miss they're just still happy because they're representing their club their region yeah yeah no I've I've, I've, yeah I've experienced that years ago myself and I've worked with 
Special Olympics it is it's just it's a completely different atmosphere oh totally it's it's something it's to electric. be experienced like yeah. you have to witness it for yourself yeah it yeah. is it, it, yeah if people talk about fair play and they talk about all this kind of stuff you, yeah. that's the kind of thing you need to see totally to understand it yeah you know just just to be happy to be there and but then we say within within if you, you if within, how many bowlers that are, are within your club oh we've had loads I think at one stage we had over like 20 bowlers like okay. yeah so within great. that then there's going to be different I suppose is there different capacities of need yeah are different so are they judged differently not at all or it doesn't really matter whether it's you're in a wheelchair with spina bifida yeah it really doesn't matter yeah as long as like because you get assessed beforehand to see if you need a ramp or if you're able to roll the ball yourself and make sure that their hand position is correct and stuff yeah alright so is it is it similar to something like the well I know Special Olympics and Paralympics are, are different but the fact that they have different categories then by the end of it that would be I think I know where Dan is heading with that because with the Boccia it's um, there's different yeah divisions from what I remember of of ability yeah it it is yeah Yeah. so um, some people are assisted and then other people can't you you can't talk to the person who's helping you and you, you can't you have to if you're unable to move uh, the ramp that the ball has been dropped down for Bocce, um you, you tell the person, but you can't. They you can't, can't communicate back with you, yeah. and they can't tell you. Well, I, I wouldn't really put it there. I'd move it a little bit to the left. Yeah, there's none of that sort of crack. Is it? Is it? Is it that specific, or is it just right? Here we go. Let's go. Let's get the ball down the lane. Well, well yeah, like with the Special Olympics, it would be more as like the different divisions. It's set by your average. So if okay. you have a bowler that's an average of 90, then the okay. people in their divisions will also have that same average as well. Right. So it's a bit more like golf than a handicap. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. now we're getting there. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, Whereas that's, that's good. for the special needs bowling club, it's people with all disabilities. Mm-hmm. And like you, could be, like you could have two people that have autism, but they could be two completely different yeah. like spectrums. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. 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 And they'll either, they're okay to be on the lane on their own or they'll have someone with them to help them pick up the bowling ball and make sure everything is okay before they go. Okay. And uh, in terms of the actuality of bowling itself, that doesn't change in terms of rules or anything like that? No, not at all. It's still like the exact same. Yeah. And do you play with the bumpers up or down? It depends. Some bowlers we have, but a lot of them are, like they don't use the right, okay. bumpers at all. Yeah. And then we have three or four people that use a ramp and then they'll obviously have volunteers or their parents if they want to help out and get it set up for them and stuff. That's pretty cool. I, I just think it's, I mean, when you came to us with this, uh, with this idea, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Because it, it, it's not necessarily something that I would be immediately aware of. Yeah. Do you know, in terms of, I was talking earlier on, in terms of bowling socially and stuff like that, but I wasn't necessarily aware of the fact that there are these bowling clubs around the country. And I think it's, it's a brilliant asset for people in these situations to have and as you said earlier on in terms of you know they're just there having fun it could be a competition but it's all fun and it's all an outlet for them to express themselves and I just think that's brilliant yeah it's fab yeah so how often do you meet every Tuesday night in Tala Leisureplex and if people wanted to get in contact would it be just as simple as just rolling up on a Tuesday night yeah, you can just come up to us on Tuesday nights or if you want like more information, you can just go to the reception in Leisureplex and they'll give you all the information and stuff. 
Yeah. Okay. Do you have a link? We have a Facebook page. Yeah. Okay. We'll add the Facebook page then to um yeah. and to Twitter as podcast well. as it's going on. Yeah. That's pretty deadly. <laughs> it's cool. It's not a topic that is discussed often, you know? No. And then I, su- I suppose for you personally, I mean, you, you mentioned that you were bowling since four years old. Four, yeah. Where Where did the interest for you come from? My dad. My dad was really into like leagues back then because every bowling alley has a league. So he played like Monday nights and Wednesday nights and... I was just really interested. I mean, before I found out that there was oil down the lane, because I didn't know that until I was six, I just thought, like, my dad was like a, like a magician, just <laughs> put the ball. I was like, how does the ball stay on the lane? Like, so, yeah, so that's where my interest started, my dad, and just watching him, and he's a coach himself, so, because he was the head coach of Tallow Tornadoes, but he would coach um, mainstream bowlers of all ages, like bantams, you know, under 12s, under 16s, under 19s, so, yeah. And for you, it must be incredibly rewarding to be able to see the benefit that these people get from going. Yeah, it's great. Like when you come down on a Tuesday night and you just like see the kids, they're just happy to be there and they're excited to see their friends. And if they bowl a new high game, like they'll, you won't hear the end of it. Like it's just great to see the smile on their faces. It's very worthwhile. That's brilliant. So how many, how many balls would you turn up to a tournament with? Oh, well, I have over 10 in my house, but mm-hmm. if I'm going to a competition, I'd only bring five or six. Okay. And then what would dictate then what kind of a ball you'd use? Um, well, it depends on how the lane plays. You know, I'm left-handed, so thankfully the, the oil wouldn't, wouldn't dry up for me as quick as a right-handed person, because, you know, there's more right-handed people in the world. So they would have more time. I'm rightly so. <laughs> they, would have more, they would have a hard time figuring out their line. Whereas for me, I could like stay on second arrow, say for a whole game, and then it wouldn't be for the next game where I go, okay, well I have to move a little bit more left. And just yeah. forgive me for my <laughs> ignorance with no. it, but what what does what does second arrow mean? You know the arrows on the lanes. Oh, I see. So okay. like yeah. by the the gutter, that would be arrow. That would be first arrow, and then it just goes in. Then okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I think I I remember that from. The Nintendo Wii, I think I would, <laughs> yeah. you know, you'd, be, you'd, you'd move it across to the, I think it was the second arrow from yeah. the centre of the like that. It's so accurate, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I think it goes back to Nintendo Wii. Yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> Nostalgia. <laughs> what would you say to people who are looking for an outlet and why why should they pick bowling, I suppose? I just think it's a great sport to like let out anything that's going on in your personal life or just, you know, because bowling takes your mind off whatever you're going through. You know, there's been like my dad, for instance, he has diabetes and he's type one diabetic and he has epilepsy. So I think it was one time I was out in a competition and my dad couldn't be there and I ended up winning that title and because you kind of I kind of bowl better when certain people like aren't around but even though he was going through that hard time just me being on the lanes helped me kind of escape whatever emotions mm. I was feeling and bowling's great for that it's very therapeutic like if there's someone you don't like picture them as the pins and you'll end up bowling well <laughs> there you go <laughs> it's the best advice I can give <laughs> that's that's a target I'll certainly be using for that <laughs> one. yeah, yeah. so yeah, so I suppose we recommend everyone then to you know if they feel like it to turn up on a Tuesday night. Totally, to yeah. A lot of leisure, absolutely. Yeah. 
your nearest bowling alley, just go up to the reception, find out more information and go down whenever they meet up. Okay. Yeah. Thanks very much, Roz. Um, Dan, we'll get back to your adventures in Oracle. Yeah. Um, three days, the last three weeks. Two days a week for three weeks, yeah. Yeah, that's been pretty... Uh, it's been a lot, really, as well, actually. It's been a lot, but I've absolutely loved it. Uh, it's been busy, but it's been brilliant. It's been absolutely brilliant. I mean, I've been going in there every day, and I've been working. I I felt as if I was part of the team, which was really, really cool. Um, And I said to them when I finished, I was like, you know, I, I was going in, and I, and I thought I'd enjoy it. Never thought I'd enjoy it nearly as much as I did. It, it was absolutely brilliant. Um, and just everybody, the whole team was just so engaging with me. And I suppose from the point of view of being able to record um, a number of different podcasts through two to three weeks, the amount of um, control they gave me from that point of view was really, really cool. And it's not something that... I expected, but um, I'm incredibly grateful that they gave me that opportunity and that they trusted me as much as they did, mm. and um, that they gave me that opportunity, that they gave us even. Um, yeah, because we, we did get to go down and do yeah the, our last podcast down there. Yes, which I have to say I enjoyed. Um, it was nice to go in and, and use all of their gear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, not to have to set up absolutely everything and and and, and go through it. And we're very lucky to get to talk to um, Ava. Yes. Um, she was very, very good to give us her time. Yeah, um, absolutely. Thank you very, very much. <clears throat> yeah, she was very articulate and very clear about what she was, you know, about, about her journey so far and, and, and where she's heading. Absolutely. And I suppose for me personally, um, thank you to her for being open to me about that o- over over the course of the three weeks. And we we spoke last week about the accessibility audit that the two of us were were um, doing our own article and that was that was really cool for me to be able to be a part of that I suppose because as we mentioned last week we we have the two different perspectives in terms of she's going around on crutches mm-hmm. and I'm going around on wheels in a wheelchair yeah, so, and you're you're bringing you're definitely bringing a, a fresh set of eyes to it. Not yeah. having been in that environment and trying to get around, you know, the challenges of lifts and high desk catch ups and that sort of thing, and 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 yeah, the availability of space and even the canteen and and the room that's in there and stuff. You know, so I think you know they're they're definitely going to benefit from having you down there. I mean, as much as you're going to get over that, they're going to get as much out of you for for having been there. I can only hope so. Yeah. yeah, I know they will. No, definitely. I mean, I know Roz, you're you're finished fourth year. Yes, I am. Yeah, that's and you're you're on the job hunt as well. Yeah, it's very overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I mean that's that is you know we're going to be sitting in your position this, this time, time next, next year. year. Yeah. yeah, pretty much going. <laughs> it's uh, exciting though. I know. No, just, yeah. there's, listen, there's no, there's no question. It's not going to be exciting. I think you know, but it's you know, I don't know if you want to share any of your feelings about it. 
yeah. you know, of, of coming out. Yeah. Oh, coming out, that sounds terrible. <laughs> 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 well done. Um, you know, about coming out of the bubble of college. Coming out of, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. And, yeah. and kind of breaking free of the bubble of college, I suppose, and that, that comfort and as hard and all as college is, yeah. it is still, it's still a good place to be. It's a safe, oh, spo- totally. it's a safe space to be in. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's very, like, overwhelming for me, like, to adjust that I'm, like, in September, I'm not coming back. Mm. Unless you just want me to come back. <laughs> I'll always be around to help out, but just getting my head around it, like, the past few months, like, I've been very anxious, especially, like, with our degree show that we had at the end of May. Which was brilliant. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> so, I'm so, no, I'm so glad we went, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... That whole like process, because that was my last assignment, as it were, and just finishing that, and you know, handing up my thesis and everything, and it's just a lot because I studied media for five years. I did mm. a PLC, and then yeah. the four years in the college, and it's just a lot. So I'm taking time for myself. I'm giving. I'm not trying to overwhelm myself with anything because I'm already overwhelmed as it is. I tell Dan all the time, <laughs> and. Yeah, it's just taking every day as it comes, and if I'm given an opportunity, I'll I'll go for it. Yeah. So if you look at this as a <clears throat> an opportunity to sell yourself, what are you looking for? Really what? anything, because I love television, radio, and film. So anything to do with that, like I'll gladly go from the bottom and work my way up. Yeah, because okay. I just love it. I love media. Since I was 15, I knew this is what I wanted to do. Okay, very good. So if anyone's listening. Uh, I'm free. It's yeah. <laughs> not as much dad, you know. You're somebody who's willing and capable and able to, you know, to go out and and, and work. Yeah. So you yeah. know, give us a shout. You'll find Rosalind on Facebook. You can. You'll find her on Instagram. Yeah. Speaking of which, where will you find us, Dan? You can find us exactly there too: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, posted on SoundCloud, all at Dan and Dara Doability. Uh, you can also send us an email at dananddaradoability at gmail.com. Very good. Um, roll and stroll, Dan. Roll and stroll, yeah. I've had an, an opportunity to keep training, so I'm I'm glad I'm back on it. And there, uh, as I mentioned before, there's definitely a benefit to it. I suppose when... When we finish, by the, actually by the time this uh, podcast goes out, I will uh, most likely be heading into Wexford pretty soon. So that will afford me a bit of a break. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's nice to be back on it and just keeping myself myself on my toes mm. as much as you which which I I always like getting those reminders yeah no absolutely so yeah, thank yeah. you very much yeah, yeah I'm like evil Google <laughs> <laughs> I was watching evil <coughs> Google that makes you smile though so <clears throat> okay um, so when's it on again down the road and stroll and it, where it is Sunday the 1st of September at 12 o'clock in St. Anne's Park in Rohini. Lovely. And why is it important? It, it's it's very important because it raises money for the Irish Wheelchair Association's youth services. So, as I mentioned before, this is something that I've benefited from for a number of years uh, between summer camps and, and different 
you know break the way that they've um provided me so and it all of and and even of course how could i forget the uh bray rollers youth cafe that w- that we spoke to bef- before um so and that's an incredibly important outlet for people like me and people in similar situations and that kind of thing so um and it's something that i'm very passionate about in in terms of you know as soon as i heard about it i was like i want i want to see what i can do um and as i mentioned before you know that was i think why i went i want to do it on a handbike instead of just kind of rolling around you know pressing a joystick forward for 5k you know to to set myself that challenge and i think i've actually decided since to uh once i complete the 5k to then look at doing um a 10k right and then kind of gradually gradually going up from there so 5k 10k and and so on up to the half marathon and then a marathon because that's actually something that very good you heard it here first folks absolutely absolutely world exclusive world exclusive yeah um, Watch out. <laughs> so there will be a, a gofundme page that'll be up soon yes yeah yes. giving people the opportunity to sponsor you if they can't be there and that that is very much appreciated and as soon as i have that sorted i will let you know okay lovely rosalind uh, huge thanks for joining us today. No worries. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been an, an absolute pleasure, and it's yeah. been an eye opener as well. I have to say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, you so should come down much. some Tuesday night when we're back up in September. Yeah, if you want. We, we can. We can. Damn it! Let's do it, Dan. <laughs> yeah, we can record an update. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and we talk to some of the people who take part if they're willing to. Talk That'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be lovely. Actually, thanks very much. Yeah, I really no worries. appreciate that. Thank you. So I've been Darren McNicholas, and I've been Dan Airy, and we'll talk to you very soon.